Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. My name is Terry Lynch. I'm with Oregon Ecology. Um, I found myself searching for a passageway one day. Now a passageway leads right across the complete section of the Cascades, which I'm sitting in front of at the moment. On top of one peak. I want to make sure that everybody sees the type of things that we find in the process of research for the following. I have located a couple that's sitting here on top of one peak. She's facing south. The middle. Cascadia Guides. Alleged production. In conjunction with Alien Strand Films.
Clay Crawford with the lead boxing club from Corpus Christi, Texas. And you're listening to the Alien Strand broadcast with Donald Ledesma, the best alien podcast out there on this side of the Milky Way. My next fight is February 18th at the American Bank Center from Corpus Christi, Texas. And you can find me on social media at Travis C underscore 361 on Instagram. Keep your gloves up and radios up, and I'll see you there. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alien Strand Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Desma. Welcome to today's show. It's going to be a pretty good one today. As always, as they always are, right? So, I hope you guys can, uh, has been following a lot of our podcasts. You know, lately we've been doing a lot of YouTube video podcasts. Uh, you know, we're trying to get that channel up and going. Uh, so that way you guys can uh, catch the middle on there. You know, we have our documentary, The Middle, that we've already put out on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's going to be on uh, on Thrills TV as well. Um, you know, and, and uh, Rewind TV. So it's going to be on all those. But right now it's on Amazon Prime. So $2.99, man. Go check it out. Uh, and it's called The Middle. Uh, you know, it's a great story about Mr. Terry Lynch. You guys have heard him on the podcast. Uh, we've been getting some amazing reviews on it. And I hope you guys check it out. Give us a uh, give us a review, too, on your uh, Amazon Prime app. Uh, you know, and, and that's the, the way to do it, to give us a review. You can uh, just, after you watch the movie on your TV, just go to your phone app, open it up, look for The Middle, and it'll give you a review. Uh, you can put some stars on there and add comments as well. We really appreciate each and every one of them, um, you know, because you guys are important to us because uh, we were given disclosure. You know, everything we do here at Alien Strand, we do. We it's just disclosure. We try to get all the information out as much as possible. Now, today's podcast is going to be, you know, uh, it's a pre-recorded, of course, from the other day uh, with Mr. Kev Andrews from the United Kingdom. And, you know, uh, we show a lot of video slides. So please kind of. Uh, you know, visualize as you're driving, be safe as you drive. I know you can't see it, but we're going to add a link to this podcast so you can go to the actual uh, YouTube page on Alien Strand there. Uh, give us a like and subscribe there. You know, that helps a lot uh, to get more content out, you know, for free for all you guys. You know, as, as of this platform, you know, uh, you can catch us on 26, 27 platforms, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you know, Deezer, uh, Google Podcasts. You can catch us on anywhere, even ask Alexa. She'll play lay it for you, you know, just say, hey, I want to listen to some Alien Strand, and uh, you know, but start from number 10 and on, because the first 10, man, they're rough, they're even hard for me to listen to as well, I was kind of thinking, I said, man, you know, I was just starting out in podcasting, and you know, it uh, it took a little while for me to get production going, as far as uh, the quality, and I still have issues every once in a while, you know, you'll hear it here, but you know, we're trying to get the kinks out, the program software, sometimes, you know, it, uh, they start updating it, things change on audio audio and uh things just doesn't don't sink in sometimes you know it just it, it just it acts strangely you know but we also we want to thank mr mike beavers from the theory uh he's there on youtube and you know he did a, an amazing uh interview um uh, you know gave us a review on the middle uh so check out his his uh, platform there uh mike the theory with mike beavers um good friend of mine there in oregon and uh you know he, he does an amazing job on his podcast as well so you know we, we're gonna have some new guests coming up you know uh i talked to a few people today you know we have the second movie ready to rock and roll you know it's uh we have our guests ready and uh you know we're gonna get them uh situated and and these are gonna be some really interesting people um 
to see this second documentary come out. Uh, we haven't filmed it yet, but we're getting everything ready. It's scripted. It's ready to go. And, you know, we've already got all of our people that we're going to interview. And these people have been through a lot of... Um, things that have to do with CE3 uh, uh, alien contact you know uh, extraterrestrial contact crafts that are over their homes you know uh, some with with kind of military backgrounds you know that uh, you know they uh, they just can't understand why or what's going on you know after they see these things you know and that's why this second movie is going to be important because it it comes together with the first one so please watch the middle there on Amazon Prime and uh, you know uh, it, it'll give you a lot of insight and it teaches you a lot when you just start into ufology. And if you're new to ufology, well, welcome. Uh, we welcome you here with open arms, as always. And, uh, you know, we always keep, you know, uh, teaching people. And you can uh, actually see a lot of our videos that we post on, on our social media, which is Facebook. Uh, we have one there. We have one on Instagram. You can just, just type in Alien Strand and it'll take you right to our Instagram page. Um, you know, and uh, if you want to follow me, on my Instagram, it's just uh, you know uh, Don Leds, you know, so you can get that there, and then we have Leds one nine six seven. That's our other Instagram, and that's for Leds Productions. You know, we we have that company to make. Uh, these small documentaries, you know, so, you know, follow us there, you know, hope you like our, our stuff that we put out there. We really appreciate you guys, you know, uh, but as far as the, the UFO documentaries and, and these people, we're probably going to have some guests coming on here pretty soon, uh, an actual audio podcast only. I don't think we're going to do video. So that would be great uh, to get them on the show and we'll, you know, chit chat. It's going to be with two people and these people are closely connected, but they lived very far away from each other right so there i just talked to them today hopefully i can get them going on the show and uh, it has a lot to do with uh with uh, um, you know viewing you know that uh, just just kind of seeing things in a different perspective in, in, a, in a different dimension you know um you know astro viewing i guess and but they connect you know everything kind of connects together so they're be a great guest to have on the show and hopefully we get them on here next week but let's go ahead and and uh and get this show going uh it's i hope you really enjoy it it's with uh like i said mr kev andrews he gives us a lot of insights on mars and a lot of things that are happening there but before let me before we go i just want to give you all some news so on december 22nd uh, of 2022 they, they actually got some snow there on Mars can you believe it uh, you know and it happened on, on just on the polar caps there really uh, the temperatures there can reach down to about 190 degrees uh, minus 190 degrees Fahrenheit there uh, and 100 it's actually 123 degrees Celsius so if you whichever format you like to look I mean that is pretty darn cold. I don't think anybody can survive anything like that, you know. Uh, and there, the the winters there on Mars, it's for every two year Earth years that spins and that go through, Mars gets their first winter. So the the um, the actual snow doesn't have a chance really to get on the ground because it it kind of uh, it, because the temperatures are so cold, the water, snow, you know, it 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 becomes a gas right even before it touches the ground. So it's like a dry ice actually um, that forms around everything, uh, and you know they, it's pretty thick. So you can, if anybody was to ever survive out there, or you know when they get out there, 
of course it's going to be a non-return trip whoever goes out there but hey if it's during summer i mean winter i don't think they're going to be able to survive those temperatures you know especially in a in a suit i don't know about that but maybe hey maybe uh but that's just some uh you know some wintry stuff that's happening there on mars well but with mr kev andrews he's going to explain a lot of things that that he catches on his analysis with with photosynthesis and and things that he's able to pull out of a lot of these masked out images okay so we all know that you know nasa's uh, you know they they black out a lot of things sometimes so he's able to catch what's underneath that masked image in other words if they paint over it he's able to see what's underneath and he's going to explain it so let's go ahead without further ado i'm going to put him on right now and we'll let's get on listening to the show hey kev how you doing hi donald how are you good good uh i'm glad you were able to to get on the show today um you know a lot of people are interested in in the the things that are happening around the world and and with ufology of course and i know that that you like to uh break a lot of things down and 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 just to show your work out there and you do amazing work i've I've been following you since um since y'all were posting stuff with alex smith um so kind of gives us uh some information about you uh how did this begin for for you and how did how did this, this start for you um i've always had an interest in ufology um especially when i was younger you know i mean well sci-fi generally but um i think i went to see close encounters right. 16 times at the cinema nice. every saturday morning i think I, I, well when was that 1970 well, 70s it was 70s wasn't it yeah was i think it was, it i know I don't know. I have to go go back and check on that. Anyway, anyway, so (laughs) yeah, yeah, um, that was, I I was in awe at that film, you know, and uh, uh, musically as well, you know. uh, Well, I think you play the guitar, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. So um, maybe there's something with the creative personality that like gravitates towards the subject. Maybe. But anyway, um, so, you know, I had a really long break um, from from that, really, uh, after that. Um, and it, it kind of uh, ties in with the background. I mean, I went in the army at 16. Wow. Um, which, you know, that was very useful in many ways because um, one of the things that, complements the research now is uh, observation you know and in army training observation is you know prevalent it's right at the fore Uh, I mean spotting Russian aircraft and they were talking in the Cold War now 1980 kind of area um, stationed in Germany and so part of the training was uh, spotting Russian aircraft at whatever uh, thirty thousand feet. So we oh. were tra- we were trained in silhouette aircraft training, 
and uh, and everything else that goes with like the field craft i think that really does complement and enhance f- field work in ufology um and also forensic stuff which is which is more now I... um but essentially I, I i'd say that my interest was uh re-energized and it was just as we went into the lockdown period before that you know there was nothing i was it was all music and that's uh, and creativity and art and music um then i was watching spacex right and i think it was one of the first launches of and the, of the falcon descent as well and the landing on the on the pad um and i was watching that and I, and then i saw something through the clouds breaking the clouds going through the clouds so wow. obviously it wasn't um it wasn't any you know ice particles off the bottom of the rocket it it broke the clouds it disappeared into the clouds and came back through the other side and then there was another one going off in a different angle and really they were moving well i know how fast the space station moves it moves at 17 and a half thousand miles right per hour i think is right. that right i, th- I think so yeah that's per, per hour. hour per hour so um and you know uh that it got my heart racing i thought hey i've just seen and it was it was a live they're all live aren't they so yeah so that moment let's say was it 3 years ago now i think it was 2020 um so that from that moment something happened in here right. and, and it really was you know you know what i wanted to do i wanted to find out absolutely everything i could i wanted to know what they were i wanted to know everything about them so right. that was the point um of the resurgence of interest for me but um i mean before that i was studying a lot of science um doing lots of research as well um and that that's how that started and uh so along along the way i'd go on the facebook groups and i mean you know how many there are i mean there's must be yeah, there's hundreds of them <laughs> how many are there I don't know, but there's a bunch now. <laughs> there, are, there are good ones, you know. Yeah, there are really like, good ones. You know, I pull the bits off that I think are relevant. Uh, yeah, there's there's a few of them out there that just throw nothing but CGI on there, and a lot of times, you know, a lot on their on their little clips that they put, they'll even write this is CG, but you it's a small letters, you can't see it, and people are just sharing it. They think this thing's real, you know. And I always see like. These crafts that that they put out in CG, you know, they're so elaborate looking and, you know, beautiful looking and stuff. But in really reality, we're just seeing like a 
spec kind of go by. You know what I mean? Uh, that's yeah. basically what we're seeing, unless unless they land, you know, and then you can get a better picture of it. But uh, but yeah, go on, go ahead. So, you, yeah, I mean, I mean, sky sightings. I, I was collecting historic uh, cases, um, but it was all image based because I've been doing digital imaging for years. Right. You know, and uh, part of that was photo restoration. That was taking uh, black and white photographs from, and this isn't UAPs or UFOs. Right. This is, this is portraits of your family and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and whatever they were, uh, and restoring them, you know, taking all the flex out. Right. I, within that, I'd, I'd learned how to get rid of fog and mist and things like this without degrading the picture. Um, so I learned the techniques there. And, nice. you know, I wanted to study UAPs closer very close closer than I noticed people weren't doing that the government weren't looking closer right maybe they are and they're not putting the information out publicly well right. I mean I'm, I'm just thinking of the surveillance equipment they've got mm. um, and etc Right. Anyway, well, so you know that 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 is the general direction of where I was going. It was looking absolutely as close as possible, using as many imaging techniques as possible. Uh, and you know what? I discovered that, and this is the this is this is the favorite one for skeptics was the fact that why are UFO pictures so blurry? And you know what? It's because they are blurry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I discovered that. So I don't know whether you've got a picture of um, the imaging techniques we use, which is, it was a it was a landscape picture, a foggy landscape picture, and it was trees with fog. So I pl applied the uh, imaging technique, which is basically uh, decontrasting whilst keeping values intact. So it's not just a decontraster. So anybody with a Photoshop or image app. You get a you get a UFO photo and you take the contrast down to see if you can see it any better. Everyone does that. Um, well, you need to, right? Generally, don't you? Yes, you you can do that with your phone. With your phone, basically, uh, I, I know with just a regular phone app where you adjust your colors and contrast and all that, you can pretty much do that with your phone without an app. Uh, of course, yeah. the apps do help a lot. Uh, you know, to to get yeah. that done, yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, well, for a long time, I was using standard things to, you know, to get behind 
cloudy UFO images or blurry or whatever, you know, that uh, right. I was using, you know, RGB curves and contrasts and I was I was not using the technique that I discovered recently in the last six months to analyze even further, which was really a big step. Um, and it made me think, well, you know what, we need a dedicated app here. I mean, it's a bit specialized, which it is. Right. You probably wouldn't need this to do anything else with, you know, it, it, it's so specialized. It wouldn't appeal to a market like Photoshop would. It's got so much, you know, there are very, very few things you actually need to right. look at UAPs, but, but you do, you know, obviously you need the first port of call is your, your observation skills, you know, I mean, so all, all of that accumulated knowledge is really where, where, um, came to use it in in this study so uh, and then and then uh, how did you get into like looking at mars in a sense too is that where you kind of started and uh kind of breaking down images a little bit better with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, you know, studying UAP, UAPs and that, and then being interested in astrophysics and, you know, that general subject. In fact, at one point, um, a guy that works for NASA, um, a professor that works for NASA, he had um, relief maps of extrasolar planets. Um and he wanted them visualizing as real planets. So I'd, me being kind of creative in that way, you know, I really enjoyed that. Um, it wasn't an official NASA um, project, but it was, it was just for him for a few picks. Um, so, you know, I'd go on the Gigapans, uh, the Mars panoramas, and study those, you know. And again, the the amount of groups there are for Mars is, you know, there's there's, a, there's, there's loads of them. Yeah, um, those two. Yeah. So so there was Gigapan after Gigapan. I'd be looking at those, studying those. A year ago, I didn't have a technique 
to reveal what I can now. I was really? just yeah. I was just looking and like everybody else looking at the strange objects um the rocks surface objects it, you do notice there's something strange about them right obviously there is um the one thing i noticed was the lack of erosion on these objects and also again it was down to closer detail it was down to looking closer and closer right and the, these objects on the surface without going into what we're discovering now um, had reinforced edges visibly Wow. It wasn't wind erosion. These 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 objects are intact. In fact, the pristine, um, which doesn't make sense, because right. well, look, there's low gravity on Mars. There's a lot of dust, which you can see that. Um, anyhow. Uh, so, you know, surface objects appeared to have structures on them. And, you know, we, we noticed that uh, what the main uh, the main thing about these rocks was the fact that they were made out of spheroid tubes. And uh, these and Basically, they're all the same diameter. So, wow. and that's how they were made. And the edges were reinforced with extra, 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 extra tubes. And you know, you you can see that if you pick a if you pick any object on Mars, you look at the edge. It's not eroded. It's intact. Right. So, uh, so that you know, the, these are all the interesting things about Mars, and uh, I think, for the most part, most people look at the surface objects and they look for they look for Earth-like things, which there are, right? Like similar things to Earth. Uh, there's a lot of face, you know. People look for faces all the time. I mean, I don't do that because, you know, because there's a, because there are round things everywhere, you know, you, you can make eye, you can make a couple of eyes easily out of a lot of things. In fact, some no. of these things, there's, there's, there, there, are, there are eyes all over it. You know, you can, you can go on forever. But I mean, this is the thing about wave, waveform uh, structures is you know that's what it that's what eyes look like you know it, it's so basically you're, so you're looking figure for of eight makes a pair of eyes right. so you know what most of these things on mars that people are looking and posting with faces there's never a there's never a perfect face it's always a 
some kind of gargoyle that's got a half face and then it, you know distorted so, image. Yeah, so I, I, for me, that's not where my research is centered. So, um, so let's let's talk about uh, some a couple of things that you posted, and uh, that we can kind of go over them a little bit, and and let's see what. Uh, so this, I saw this on your site. And uh, yeah. I noticed that, that uh, you were talking about this uh, life on Mars. So what is it that yeah. we're, you know, for, for people that don't know what they're looking at here, let's just say in a fresh set of eyes here. What are we looking okay. at here? Well, the top image is the original. Okay. It's just sky. There's nothing there. Well, there's nothing there until you start scanning it with this, this app. Right. Um, now, if you look at the second image, it's not too clear, you know, but there's something there. Right. The technique behind this is, and here you can see the vertical scans, which, you know, there's a lot of vertical lines on it. That's where the brush marks have been and gone all the way along. And what's happened is it's picked up something in the pixel record. Okay, so, I mean, to cut a long story short, if you look at the bottom image, there appears to be structures. Structures, yeah. You can you can make that out in that bottom one. If you really yeah. kind of look at it in, in, in the more of the, uh, the contrasty kind of look... It yeah. looks like some sort of mountain, but it's got a different shape to it. Like there's a lot of hole structures. Well, uh, you can see the waveform patterns for a right. start. Right. Um, that is, you might see something similar on the surface right. in a smaller way or a larger way in, in the distance. There's a lot of, because there's a lot of dust and atmospherics, right. a lot of the distance. Uh, terrain is masked from dust so people are looking at you know me you know close to medium range objects right and you know some of them are showing this kind of waveform patterning again um so okay so, yeah, but, i mean but, look, the bottom ones obviously we've stopped at that now i could have carried on and try to extract more detail as uh, it on is the right uh-huh um it actually what, what if, covers the whole thing so if you do if you scan with vertical strokes right you should just get vertical lines all the way through with that you shouldn't be picking anything up in the sky right. it should be a smooth sky so what people are seeing is on the top image it's a brushed out image in other words it's manipulated in a sense uh and then what your app is picking up your app is actually on the second photo you start picking up the anomaly that's in the background and then on the yeah. third photo you break it down in a different kind of contrast to where you can actually see like there's a structure behind the uh behind that uh, that brush out in other words the brush out didn't take out everything you're able to pick that up it almost looks like on the very right side of that bottom photo it almost looks like you're seeing some sort of a building of some sort uh with uh two windows that's what i'm seeing uh, with my eyes here okay. but 
uh, it, it almost looks like a structured building on the right side. I, I don't yeah. know. If that's what, if that's what you're seeing, but that's what it sure yeah. looks like to me. Um, well, I've, yeah, I've got used to the fact that what I'm looking at isn't. I'm not expecting to see right angled buildings with chimneys and right. Uh, I'm not expecting to see that. I mean, there are some of there are some right angled structurings in within these uh, structures but essentially it's more spherical it's more organic it's more right. waveform right okay i mean look the middle one and what happens with this technique if you use it on a colored image because you're dropping the contrast in the very very low ranges of the pixel um, right. And keeping the higher ones, the highest, the highest level of pixel stays the same, and the lowest falls back into dark, into a negative value. So right. now you get you start to get overexposure with that, and you start to get orange. Then you start to get bright red. So at that point, it's desaturated to prevent that. And the bottom image is more of a copper colour. That's because it's been desaturated. Right. Otherwise, it will just it would just be overexposed and red. Right. So, yeah, right, um, right. That that's really why that colour changes there. But um, there are you know there's finite settings to be able to push back what essentially is mist or fog, if you like. I mean, all atmospheres are fog and mist. We, you know, this is how this app works. It works on um, those kind of environments. So, for instance, if you, if I put a tree in some fog a certain distance away, I can barely see the tree. However, if I use this app, the app will reveal the tree. It will push back the value well, of the fog. Well, that's a great tool. Uh, I mean, just just like if you you would see, a, let's say, a, 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 a lot of people are seeing these motherships or huge-looking ship crap behind clouds and stuff like that. Yeah. So this would probably work great behind clouds where you can make out yeah, that there, there is something behind there. Uh, because I know that... Uh, some people use it uh, in in the saturated form, where you could see it, and it kind of brings. But the the pixelation on most of our cameras are really rough uh, because of this. Mo the the photos on Mars, the the pixels are so high, you know. The and they yeah. use thousands of photos to make this one picture, uh, and they put it together because the pixelation is in the millions, I believe. Um, so the minute details will come out better on. Mars, I believe, than it probably would on your cell phone, unless you had like a really good good photo or, or high pixel camera that would well, actually yeah. grab something back there. I mean, the good thing about rover cameras is they are absolutely amazing. Yes, uh, they are. I think, I think it's they can r resolve a fly at the end of a football pitch kind of thing. I mean, even so, you're only going to get so much detail, but... Um, because the and in the closer um, 
situations and scenes where you've got you haven't got a sky you've got a transparency that looks like sand right I mean look I I can show you gigapan after gigapan after gigapan and just point out to you take a look at that sandbank it looks transparent. Yeah. Look, the structures are disappearing below it, and you can still see them. Now, particulate sand matter is not transparent. And you know what? It almost looks masked out. When you look at the top image, it almost looks like something's like the sky is masked. Um, well, you know, the question my- is the, the main question is here. And it's an important one. If the sky was masked out by NASA, they didn't do a very good job. Right. Because it's retrievable. Right. Now, or the, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't believe that. I believe they didn't even see it because it, it reacts in a way, it reacts like a fog. It's um, it's not like someone's paint bucketed or photoshopped another piece on top. Right. Where you, you just if I rubbed away at a white a white background, I wouldn't get anything. Right. But because it's got what we call subscattered depth and pixel, it's what it's, it's retained its pixel values as a fog environment which means I can go in and manipulate that well I'm not manipulating it I'm just well you can see from that basically it's up and down strokes anything right. picked up on the horizontal there's no manipulation there because you've ju- it's just crossed a pixel value step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at Chumba Casino. Casino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's, it's created a relief from you know that. What it, you know what it kind of remi- reminds me of because you're talking about the strokes there. It, it yeah. kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, when you get like a chalk pencil and you kind of put something underneath a piece of paper and you're going up and down with the chalk pencil and you can almost see the an image, you know, from whatever's that, that underneath. That is exactly right. So if you've got... Um, a texture, or if you put a piece of paper on it, some sandpaper, and then rub a, rub, rub a chalk over it, you're going to get the imprint. Well, you know, in 
in a photonic sense, fog traps uh, a texture, if you like, underneath. So, and, and, and you can see it working when you're doing it. You can see the textures uh, eroding back to something underneath. Right. So, I don't think NASA have hid it. You know that. I don't. Because... Okay. Why hide it to be for someone to come and go, come and reveal it? You know, I mean, it doesn't right. make sense. Right. Um, so if it wasn't NASA, <laughs> who was it? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's it. I mean, nobody's saying it's, it's masked. You know, it, it just kind of looks that way to me. I mean, it might just be there. We just can't see it because, like you said, maybe a fog or something's there that we can't possibly see. Um, well, you, know, you know what? I mean. Well, we all know we can only see a certain uh, frequency. Right. We can only see up to the ultraviolet. We can't see any of that. And then back. T- so we've only got seven colours <laughs> to play to play with. Right. You know, and and that that range in the EMF band. That's all we get. Right. So um. So yeah. Oh, this one, yeah. Well, to prove, to prove it, to prove the science, and there are other experiments like this, right? Um, but this one is—it's—it's uh, pr- it's, it's kind of. Right, it's showing you the transparency of a cloaked image or a retrieval of invisible to the human eye. So it's kind of breaking it down for you of how, yeah, you exactly. know, we, we see things. Um, so uh, this is what we were talking about earlier, correct? Yes. Um, so if you if you look at the the, uh, the square, the beige square, right at the bottom there, you can't see anything. You can't see any writing on it. Right. <coughs> well, I can't. I've got uh, my eyesight's pretty good. I know I wear glasses, but I can't. I can't with a magnifying glass. I won't be able to see. Well, this is true um, because look, um, in in digital coloring, which we use a lot, and whatever coloring, you know, if I, if if you had a if I had a color similar to that, but just one point or two points different, you wouldn't see it, right? You couldn't. It's not possible. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, the uh, the technique we use can. Well, it doesn't see it. it. It picks it up as a value, and then the lesser value it darkens, and the higher value it keeps. So you end up with that that differential. So the life on Mars writing. It's behind that panel, right? And it's, you know, it's not too far away. So um, the image, the image on the right, it looks just like a. If people can't really see with their phones, or if you're looking at with your phone, it's going to be hard for you to see. But um, it looks like an orange line in between, uh, in the on the yellow background. But inside that orange line, it says life. I believe it says life of Mars or something like that. It's kind of hard to tell. Life on Mars. You can't see it, but what uh, what Kev is talking about with this process. It's, yeah. It's right. very faint, but it's there. Right. 
It's if there. You, if you're on a computer um, and have it full screen, you'll see it. It's You can right. read it. You can read what it says. Um, so, I mean, that's an experiment in the digital domain that I can take to reconstruction but it works exactly the same. Right. The writing is behind a panel. Right. There's a there's a certain value of transparency, but there's enough of a value that you can't see it behind it. And so when you apply the app, you put it on a negative setting, and the higher value remains as the writing. So that proves that proves the science. So. Right. And then, the, and then what you're using is really bringing it out uh, a lot more than what we're used to seeing it as far as when we're analyzing crafts ourselves. Um, yep. Now, let's break this down a little bit. Where it almost looks like water that you're seeing in a visual scale. Is that what you thought it was? That's the first thing I thought. It, it looked like water at first. Okay. Well, that's 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 a good point because <laughs> on the Mars groups uh, a lot of people have said uh, it looks like water and I said well it can't be because the temperature on Mars is minus 80 degrees yeah and it's on a slope it's on an incline so any liquid water would run off anyway and pool in the bottom right and that's true that's obvious, uh, but uh, now you know what I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd heard that, and then a few months had passed, and I returned to it, and I, I'd, you know, again I'd been distracted by objects on the surface that I was trying to, I was looking for some kind of proof in the surface objects, which has turned out to be where I shouldn't have been looking. I should have been looking at these um so uh yeah it does look like a water um but again what is water it's transparent it is transparent yes yeah so what we have is a transparency and if you look closely you can see there's something under it right um, so the the second image uh, underneath that one it's uh, you're starting to break it down a little bit more um, and you're yeah. seeing something underneath. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I think it's a case of something clicks and you go, actually, I know what this is. This is a transparent. This, that's a transparent uh, surface. I can see, and you can even see objects going under it and carrying on as right. like, well, you know, if you look at the other images, you'll see a lot of tubes. So, and, and that is really... Ha what, what is the scale that we're looking at here, uh, Kev? Uh, what's the scale of, of, this, of this top image? Is this, is this a mountainside uh, or is it just a close-up close, close -up shot here? Yeah, it's it, it's only a few meters, you know. It's, okay. not, it's not really very large. But these, these right. you know, these are dotted around all over the place. Um which really kind of suggests that, well, they're not really dotted over, they're not really dotted about, 
they're probably underneath the whole lot. Um, and wow. basically, these transparent areas are just... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean um, if we're talking alien life, for instance, then A, they are camouflaging these areas because, well, are they... Is it is it an environmental um, cover for them, or is it a camouflage cover to prevent us from noticing them or seeing them? Well, to be fair, I mean, um, not a lot of people have noticed that it's transparent, really, and there are things under it. But um, is it that's again that's the question about uh, alien life, isn't it? Right, exactly. Um, uh, I mean, because well, it, it looks like it's it does it looks odd to me when I look at the top picture. It's because okay. you're you're seeing three different pick three different colors in a sense. It goes from a, a, yeah. a brown to a dark shadow, and then you're seeing like a grayish color that almost looks like water, and then it kind of goes into a different color. It, it's like like something's cloaked, right? In a sense, underneath or I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it, it just kind of looks odd to me. Just a photo itself, um, as far as the original photo. Yeah, uh, well, there are some geometrics. Right. There, is some, there is some definite geometrical um, occurrences in that structure. Right. And the, the tubules are, a lot of them are the same diameter. Right. Um and the, the, you know, it is like pipe work where you have a pipe and uh, one of those. You'll have a collar, which to me wow. doesn't really spell geology to me. And there are there are fittings and there are there are symmetries along those um, pipes, right? And there are spherical uh, features. And there are uh, some right-angled structurings. Yeah, you can see that in, in this image here. So we're looking at a new image here from Mars Perseverance. Yeah. Uh, um, so, um, and it just, the top left image kind of looks that kind of tampered with or just kind of, that's just the way it is. It doesn't look natural, does it? No, it doesn't. Well, look, if you go to the Sahara Desert, you probably go, well, that looks just the same as the Sahara Desert. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, it, it, it was anomalous enough for me to want to tackle it with the with the app, and I did. Um, I could be there. I could be there for a year. There's there's, there's that many sites to, to. I need to train people to do it really, and um, then they can. Um, that'll be. Uh, We'll probably won't see so many faces. Then we'll just be. Saying... Uh, our 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 meds our med says uh, he goes. Uh, uh, Thanks for letting me watch. I just joined the conversation. Pretty sure the government and NASA will hide what they need. Um, you know, and they're trying to keep well, us. You in know the what? If I was NASA, and I wanted to hide that because it was visible to the rover, right. Then I'd mask it with something that couldn't be removed. Yeah, true that. You know, that's the point. Uh, 
<clears throat> the anomalous nature of the covering when you when you operate in the app in the negative uh, values and positive values to get to that stage. There's a there's a process, and you know, like like the experiment with the life on Mars behind the behind the sheet there. Um, it's you know the, there's a there's a finite setting. You don't eat too much; it'll go overexposed. Too little, you know. <laughs> However, you know you've got something to work on because you can, if you look very very closely, you can see the structures already there. Yeah. So that to me spells. Well, you know, NASA need to employ me. <laughs> 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 well, you know, and and usually on Mars, uh, when they when they put these photos together, right? They're they're grabbing you know a thousand photos and they're kind of just matching them all up. Sometimes you'll get at the very corner, uh, the bottom left, you'll get some missing information. Corner on the right, a little bit of missing information, or maybe on top sometimes. Uh, uh, but here, in the middle, <laughs> there, there's some missing information there in a sense where it doesn't look natural. I mean, look at the look behind it. You can see the sand. You know that's like sand or dust or dirt, whatever. Uh, but then this is masked out, right? I and think it's you, a mixed picture, you know. I think it's a mixed picture. Not every dune is the same. Right. However, yeah, once, it, I find, once I find one, then the whole row tends to be um, the same. Right. Um, but it's not just sand dunes. I've tried this technique uh, on rocks as well, right? So, well, look. At the end of the day, it's a it's a sandy texture. It might look like that, but it's not. <clears throat> wow. Um, so, you know, again, back to the uh, the army days and how to camouflage yourself. You have to break the shape up. Um. I mean, we didn't use, we didn't stick rocks on ourselves. We, we used to use leaves and brand, you know, we used to break, break the the silhouette lines of the human body up. <coughs> Again, that's why we have that. Right. Stuff. Right. So yeah. if anybody just, if anybody just joined in, uh, the top left image is, is uh, Perseverance photo from their rover up there. Now, what Kev did was with his uh, his uh, program software, he was able to break down what's kind of behind that. So if you look at the, at the right photo, the photo on the right, uh, on that uh, kind of masked out image, you can see what's underneath in a sense. Uh, and then on the left, he breaks it down just a little closer that you know that there's different angles in there to see that something's there. Um my question is why, you know, um, I mean, it, that, this is Mars. It takes six months to get there. We can't even breathe on there, you know, right now. Uh, even if we were to go there, it's survival rate is, is very low right now. And I know Elon wants to get up there and he wants to be the first person to get people up there, but there's not going to be no return trip as far as coming back. So whoever's going to go up there, it's just going to be a one way thing. I put my foot on the Mars on Mars and that's it. My thing is when these things are happening and they're covering these little things up like this, my question is why? I mean, it's it's still going to be a while before we get there. 
Um, is there was there life on Mars? I believe there is. I believe there was. Um, you know, is it still happening? Hey, possibly. What do you think, Kev? The thing is, if these things are ancient relics, the the the, the camouflage system is active. That's the point. Right. The structures look pristine. They don't look eroded. Like the surface objects don't look eroded. They look to me. They look manufactured. <coughs> and again, it's back back down to this stuff. You know how you break it up and right. how you break stuff up with camouflage. Um, well, yeah, sure, you can just if you live under if you're a subterranean civilization. Well, uh... Uh, Regina, she asks, uh, she goes, do you guys follow Brucey's all? Uh, he's got these telescopes from Mars and he's seen some phenomenal experience and he has it on video. Uh, I believe I've seen his, uh, his YouTube channel there. Um, I've seen a couple of things he's done. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good what okay. he's catching. Um, so let's go to this next image here uh, of an object here. Uh, oh yeah. Again, it's a similar scenario. It's just a smaller area okay on a hill okay um but you can see there's a crease going down the center of that particular patch right it uh, you can kind of make out some of the structures that look slightly transparent you can see like this if that sand you shouldn't get you shouldn't be able to see stuff underneath it. It should just be sand. Right. Okay, look. Some experiments need to be done with different grades of dust just in case. But uh, essentially... Um, so so, so let, me, let me ask you a question. Now, this the image that's on top is just a plain surface of, of Mars kind of going uphill, I believe, a little bit. It just looks like yeah. a, a, a surface there. And then when you put your, your software on it, start breaking it down. Now, when it breaks it down, this is my yeah. question, Does is are you seeing this kind of blob effect right, right off the bat when you start breaking it down? Or does yeah, it kind of go larger pixelated and you kind of have to bring it in a little there's, there's two ways of doing it. If you go in with the negative values, <clears throat> if you want to uh, decrease decrease the lightness of, the, of that surface, then you use the negative value, and it will there uh, it will keep any lighter value it, it finds intact. Right. So right. you end up with a Yes, you you will end up with a ghost image of what is coming through, what is the final product. Nice. Um, I tend to go in on the negative value and and push it back as far as I can, then desaturate it, and then then you can you can highlight the final uh, result, which is basically that you can you can do too much and it will go overexposed. So really, you know, there's there's a limit. But this one was particularly interesting. Well, it had a dome structure uh-huh. at the top, and again, tubules and fittings, which 
you can see fittings where one tubule goes into one of the slightly larger diameter. Um, or there is a radial pattern or a radial system of channels. <clears throat> that is quite common. Right. Um, so so when you zoomed yeah, in... there are straight you, runs. Right. And you zoomed in on the image on the right... It starts looking like some kind of spherical image. Uh, and then once you zoom in a little bit more, it looks more spherical. Uh, so what yes. what do you think we're looking at here on that sphere? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the, that particular sphere at the top there. Right. I mean... If it's if it's a complex of some kind, I, I you know I wouldn't like to comment on <clears throat> the usage of each element of that. I mean, all we're doing is uncovering <clears throat> complexes, small or large. This one's well, this you know is quite maybe ten meters. Maybe I'd have to check that with the gigapan on this particular one, but it okay. wasn't very big. <clears throat> right. Uh, but the size of the channels, if you know what, if it if it ended up being a complex where um, something was moving about inside those channels, then you're looking at really, really small uh, entities. Right. That, so, uh, do you think that, that may, do you think that maybe this is like a craft on the ground? That it could be. Not. I mean, um, well, again, I mean, look, this this kind of connects to what we're doing here, <clears throat> uh, right? And what UAP evidence we've got turns out to be of a similar structure to what we're looking at here, right? Which is, uh, again, that's away from the stereotypical saucer, a stare. And summit walking. No, I don't. I don't. We don't see that at all. But, uh, we see a complicated. Well, Paul Paul Wellburn from your part of the world there in the UK, he says the sphere could be some type of storage or pressure vessel. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, look, this, the, there are spheres all over these things, uh, and you know what? Because they can hide bits. And just show you a sphere. Nine times out of ten, if I put this app on a sphere, there's there's stuff just like what we're looking at here all around it. And at the end of the day, sky technically is a mist because it's an atmosphere. Right. We can use the app in the same way. Like, okay, look, we haven't got uh, any indication of anything. We're just going in cold to see what if we can see anything. Nine times out of ten, the stuff you see is surrounded by larger structures. So, right, right. And, and, and you know what? Spheres and orbs 
are, to me, just part of something larger. I, 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 you know, maybe there are standalone craft um, that go here and there. Yeah, and and, uh, and usually, uh, when I first started ufology a few years ago, and uh, Jody started you know, showing me old photos of old, uh, of, you know, vintage photos of crap that they caught in, in of, cu- of course, on Earth and on uh, just a couple of photos. And a lot of times these craft had a small orb next to it. Each one had a small orb next to it. And you can see it on different crafts in, in the in the 50s, uh, in the 60s, 70s. I'm talking the photos, you know, and you always see that little dot next to that craft. This is okay. a little orb. This little see, orb. Yeah. yeah. And you always it's see not- it. Yeah, yeah, or two of them. Yeah, you always see yeah, them well, together. Yeah. And she says, this is how you know that this is a real UFO craft or UAP because it's always going to have that little small uh, craft next to it, an uh, orb or, you know, maybe what we call drones, um, you know, kind of scanning the area for it. You know, this is, this is what I'm thinking. Now, let's go ahead and go to this last photo here. Um, oh, yeah. So, do we think that this is kind of like a colonized civilization, possibly that could could be or could have been on these on these photos that we're looking here? Because we've seen another masked out image, of course, on the left, and then uh, on the right, you see your breakdown of it of what is, you caught. This is from the orbiter. Um, uh, there are there aren't many of these. Um, but uh, again, it, it, it's the same technique. <clears throat> there wasn't any apparent features, right? That could be seen through a transparency. But if you look at the uh, patch of sand on the left, at the bottom there, it's kind of like maybe like one of those transparent a- areas we saw. So it was just a case of trying the trying the app out on that um, and what we got was what looks like something very organic yes um, but it seems because from the picture to the left yeah from the picture on the left and the picture on the right you can see it it's something there uh, from the bottom left yes um, there's a spherical yeah, that's that's a nice areas, and then there's lots and lots of what look like. Well, you know, at the end of the day, intestines are <clears throat> a similar diameter tubules system. Veins are a similar diameter tubule system. Well, I mean, the main vein is one diameter, and then the capillaries tend to be another one. So, you know. Well, I mean, it has got a biological look to it, right? Uh, no, but, but yeah, because all... they're they're close together, as you can see it on the on the on the on your photos. There, it's they're close together, like you said. It looks like veins or tubular uh, looking. I don't know. Is is that entrance points, exit points, uh, and then especially the one on the top right where you break it down and you could you could see that there's something underneath. You know, it has those uh, tubular vein portions as well um yeah something is there and and it was masked out for some reason yes um the slightly different colors some surfaces react you need a different setting it might be a little slightly thicker it might be a slightly different texture (coughs) 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, so you, you, it might end up being darker at the end of the day. But, you know, as well as looking like a bag of giblets. <laughs> right. It also has a mechanical uh, uh, element to it, you know, um, kind of half yeah. and half, really. Yeah, it does. So, well, I, see, I, you pulled out three different images, in a sense, out of that one image, uh, or three... Something that's underneath, in other words. You have the, the one on the bottom right. It almost looks like a large, I don't know, uh, it's organic, whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's it's almost like a teardrop. In the center part, uh, it looks like a channel. There's something underneath that as well. Yes. Especially on the flat surface on top of that mountain. or uh, I know this is a mountain because it's a zoomed out image because there's a crater right by it. There's an and then there's something that looks like maybe where water used to stand in a long, long time ago, like a uh, like a lake, uh, kind of below that 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 part that was masked out. I mean, I don't know. It just it's kind of strange, but you were able to pull this this image out of that that just that one photo. There's probably more, it, it, and it suggests to me that it's all the way. It's it's. It's probably there's a, probably a layer that is all of that. So right. you know, if you knock the top off all of that, you'll probably find it's one big mass. Well, that's that's what I'm seeing. It probably is. Right. Um, well, I, I think it's it's probably a big step, but you know, the the idea of metal sources with doors and stairs. And really, what the concept of alien life could be is probably something completely different and more mind blowing. You know, because well, if you if you see structures that are this big, and they look the same as they do at millimeter and centimeter, right? And the constructions are, 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 are all ma- they're massive. They're massive. Uh, this is uh, a yeah, massive. I mean, I don't area. know. Uh, there's problems. I don't know. I'd have to check the 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 the, the measurements of that shot. Um. So yeah, there are some. I mean, the craft, uh, or rather, the structures on that rover selfie. I mean, that was that was mind blowing. <laughs> that was from horizon to horizon. You know, so right. it's thousands of meters. You know, I don't. You, we can do the maths on that, can't we? So. Um, I mean, do you believe that that there's still something there, or something still kind of uh, living there? Do you believe that uh, that this is a possible area of uh, maybe extraterrestrial life that they're just kind of hanging? Out? This is our hangout place because we know they can't come here yet. Uh, we know they have some some toys on the ground, but mm-hmm. this is about as far as they're going to get for now. Do you think that? There was life here. I mean, millions of years ago, maybe, and something happened, uh, and they're still kind of, you know, planting their flag there. There's a big mystery about Mars <clears throat> with its magnetic core, um, its atmosphere, anyway. Whether it was, it doesn't really ring true that it was a green ocean planet to me 
Right. If these things are underneath, <clears throat> it's probably less likely it was. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But uh, again, it, it, it we're questioning what kind of life is it, you know, that can do this. Right. Um, it, it's uh, and and that's the that's the that's the. The $999 question, you know what I mean? Uh, what's out there? What is it? You know, we don't know. We still haven't seen it yet, you know. And, uh, of course, you're breaking it down on these uh, with your software. This is excellent, excellent, excellent software that you're using or app. I mean, it's just uh, – it's amazing. Uh, I use DaVinci Resolve for my my editing on, on my, my okay. movies and stuff like that. DaVinci Resolve does give me – a lot more flavors, you know what I mean, of ice cream that I can, you know, move things around, contrast a little bit better, different colors. I can actually move a whole image a little bit better. Uh, yes. Do I use it for ufology? I have not used it for ufology yet as far as like uh, seeing what's underneath and things like that. Okay. Um, uh, I might. I'm, I'm thinking about it just to see how far I can push uh, colors, contrast, you know, anything like that. Um, because with these larger software apps, you're able to to do these things. Um yeah. And I'm glad you. I'm glad you were able to to show us uh, your images and and what you've been studying. Now, what else have you been studying so far? Uh, you know, as far as that, mainly the science, uh, the science behind image imaging um, related sciences, photonics. You know, physics. Nice. I follow professors who are. Um, you know, pioneering the subject like Professor Gary Nolan, Stanford University, who's uh, a professor of pathology there. You know, head of the department, and he's right. he's really a second second kind evidence guy. <clears throat> you know, with samples and um, but you know you've got university professors at the top of the tree working for the government who are also saying well you probably read the report uh, the UAP report <clears throat> which is the basic admission you know they're not saying too much but they're saying something so exactly um, I, th I think it's a good thing that we're gradually uh, opening up to it some people will just well they don't believe it and that's 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 that you know uh, right you won't be able to sway some people um, until they've seen it right. for themselves or you know well and these crafts are, are coming out more and more. I mean, and it's I, when I had a podcast with a with, with Mike Beavers, a good friend of mine, when they talked about it, and and a, and a couple of other folks, they say, well, you know, we got more cameras now in our hands, right? We got our cell phones. You know, we're constantly just shooting yes. uh, video. You know, and now our cameras are getting you know better and better and better, okay, yeah. larger megapixels now. So now we're starting to see more video, and then uh, it, it kind of. It weirds people out in a sense because they start saying, well, they're coming, they're coming, there's more of them coming, and some of them get real scared or freaked out about it, right? But yeah, what, what if these things have just been doing the same thing over and over since, you know, 
since the beginning of time or whatever, you know, since they've been just coming here to visit and visit, uh, just to see what's going on here. Um, you know, and, but we just never, we never caught it because we didn't have, everybody didn't have a camera in their hands, you know, until now, uh, recently, you know, and, uh, so we're starting to see these craft more and more. Maybe you're right. Um, but I'd have to check the MUFON, uh, stats. Right. To see if there's been an upsurge. Oh, yeah. Regardless, regardless of mobile phone use. Right. Um, you're going to get more captured sky. You're going to get more sightings. Yeah, you're right. right there. You know, does it mean that there's an upsurge? Well, I don't know. I, I really don't know that one. I think it re would require some kind of global survey but I think I don't know how global MUFON are um, um, we're going on what we're seeing on groups on social media I think that's a good one to check and then and then out of all these people that get these videos and you know close-ups of UFOs or, or UAPs they just take the video and post it on social media they, they don't go report it and then Yep. When you re when you report it right off the bat, you know you just send it into these these platforms. You know UFO, you know MUFON. You can send it in anywhere. They will record it, and recording is is where we get our data. And I've, I'm very uh, admin admin about it. Just kind of people doing this because you have to. Because um, then when we start looking at statistics, right, like you just talked about, we have to yep. see what the statistics are, right, and and yep. that's what we start knowing if it's if it's grown or it's how much have actually visually seen or or got it on their phone or actually been abducted in, in a sense. But um, I'm glad that we talked about today about uh, the, the your your work, Kevin. You do you're doing a excellent excellent job. Uh, where can people find you and and uh, look for you if they want to ask you any questions or anything like that? Uh, well, we've got a couple of private uh, social media groups. Um, anyone can contact me. Or there's also a Mars uh, public group, which is uh, UCIC, USIC Imaging. Um, that's Mars Uncovered. That's on Facebook. Okay. Um, well, we, we are, we're putting out these findings to the public, um, right. and there's more to tell, you know, there's more to tell from here at home and there's more discoveries coming. Uh, the more we get used to using this technique and, you know, uncovering all sorts of archeological things that we'd never, you know, we'd just say, well, you know, let's try it. Let's try it on that. What we're going to find so there's a few more experiments coming out. There's, there's a, you know, there's, um, we've got the North Yorkshire Moors activity, which is unbelievably spectacular. Nice. Um, so, and t taking advice off uh, people who know how to make documentaries like you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was glad to do, get that documentary. And that's pretty much, uh, I, I think I met you a little bit before that, but, you know, and I'm glad you were able to see it. And, and, uh, and this is how we're getting the information out to folks too, you know, even oh, yeah. the work, even the work that you're doing is excellent. I, I really, 
I give you 100% on, on what you're doing and, and I'm glad that you're doing it uh, and, you know, and, and just putting it out there for, and it's not portray for everybody to see, but you know, on that one group that you just talked about, you know, you could see it there. I'm, I'm part, I believe I'm part of that group. And I saw that. And that's where yeah. I, I started seeing a lot of your work. Um, and, uh, I just want to thank you today for coming on the show. And, um, you know, you're a big part of, of the ufology community to to help, you know, kind of break a lot of these images down. Like you said, you talked about, uh, you know, at the very beginning, looking at rockets and, and how you were able to, you saw something in the sky that really kind of got your interest in it, you know. And uh, it kind of, uh, you know, you, you kind of think, okay, where do these come from? Or how does it work? Or can I see it better? And that's basically what you did. And, and what you did with Mars is excellent. Now, um, like I said, if you have any other uh, things that, that come forward from this, please give me a call and we'll bring you back on. Man, I would love to have you on again. This was a yeah. very excellent show. Well, thanks, Donald. And uh, I enjoyed watching the middle. And, uh, Thank you. And, uh, I know you're going to be making more. Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. Definitely. So we're, we're, yeah, we're going to be uh, onwards, headlong into masses of research. So uh, you'll you'll get to see it. So wonderful. Um, Heck yeah, throw it at me. I want to see it. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, we'll go ahead well, and let you. We'll go ahead and let you go. And uh, like I said, uh, I'm going to put uh, some links to 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 how to find you or however you want. And then on this uh, YouTube. You know, and uh, hopefully, you know, yeah. we get more people to, to see your work. I love for people to see your work because it's excellent. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's a bit of a slow burn at the moment, and that's okay. You know, we're not going to go just boom. Right. Uh, it's we, we need some time to get the research right. We've got a hell of a lot of research. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, um, we are, we're, we're, we're stepping forward bit yeah. by bit. Well, all right, Kev. Yeah, I'll, like I together, we're stepping forward. So exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and that's and that's what it's all about, you know, with Alien Strand and you and and the UK here in the United States. You know, we we come together as one. You know, and we're able to get this information out to everybody. Uh, yes. And in in, a, in this kind of sense, and this was a great learning tool for people just to hear you explain it and it, everything you talked about Mars and how we broke down the what they're seeing actually on on camera. Yeah. And if, if anyone's interested in learning how to use this technique, which, you know, we haven't developed a standalone app yet, we are using readily available software. Um, and it is, it is a specialized technique, so... That it, well, hopefully, hopefully once you get your app out or your software, you know... Uh, you can teach people how to do this and how to how to how yeah. to use it. Absolutely. Right on. All right, brother. Well, thank thank you for being on the show. Yeah, and, thanks, uh, Donald. Yes, sir. And tell everybody hi up here. You know, from the United States to the UK, and you know, you guys are doing an excellent job. I follow you guys, your your posts, your groups, everything. And and man, it's just y'all have just as much stuff going on over there as here, just all over the world. But I uh, just want to thank thanks. you for what you do. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate right, the time. Uh, see you soon. Yes, sir. Right on. All right. We'll Ciao talk to you now. soon, brother. Bye bye. See you, Donald. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yes, sir. All right. There we go. 
Kev, Mr. Kev Andrews, we were able to uh, break down a lot of these images. And, you know, when I first uh, saw the images myself, I was like, okay, I, I kind of didn't know what I was looking at it at first. But now that he broke it down, we we're able to 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 see exactly what his work is is on on these on these imaging. Uh, so. You know, thank everybody for for being a, for kind of just listening to us talk and and learning. You know, uh, thank you, Paul Wellburn. Uh, we got night cyclists out there, and then we have uh, our med James. Uh, you know, we had a few people kind of listening to us, and 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 if you guys enjoy this content, please on our YouTube hit a subscribe, hit a like, share it. You know, because this is a very uh, nice teaching tool for everybody to to learn. Um, and uh, with here at Alien Strand, this is what we, we love to do. And we're getting ready for the next film, of course. And we'll we'll get that out pretty soon. Uh, you know, we're we're already been talking to producers possibly and getting things going. But we're gonna be rolling right along. So don't forget to catch the middle. All right, on Amazon Prime, share it, share it with your friends. Now, if you're out of the United States and you're having a hard time trying to see this film, we go to Leds Film com okay and if you've got a google account this is how this works so if you go to ledsfilms.com you can buy it there uh and it's a 24-hour rental and i'll send you a link to your google uh, it works off a of google drive you can see it on your phone right most people mirror stuff from their phone to the tv if you got a, a, one of those tvs you can mirror i'll send you that and you can be able to watch it all right so that way you guys get to watch this film but thank you everyone for just Watching today's podcast, listening to today's podcast, because we think it's very important. Catch us on 22, 23, 24 platforms, maybe more, you know, with a, you know, ask Alexa, she'll play some Alien Strand podcast. Just kind of think about the first 10. They're not very good. They're, I was still kind of working on things like that. <laughs> but after 10, they're great, man. Uh, we're on number 85 today. And like I said, I'd like to thank Mr. Kev Andrews for, for being on the show today. It was, uh, it was just, my pleasure having him on and it was my pleasure that you guys were out there watching today's stream you know it's just this is a wonderful tool for people to learn you know and and i hope to see more of you guys in the future go to our youtube like i say hit us a subscribe like facebook page go watch the middle you have to watch this movie because you're in order to see the second one you have to watch the first one so go check it out all right uh we're going to be on two other channels as well thrills tv and uh i think a re rewind or something like that uh we'll be on that one pretty soon uh we're just jumping on different channels but thank you guys i'm rambling enough you guys have yourselves a good day have yourselves a good evening have yourselves for space probes today are on mars they surround mars a small robot with the name of curiosity is rolling over mars and again we receive pictures from the surface of the Mars. And some of these pictures clearly say, show structures which are not normal. Hi, this is Kelly Green with Realty Executives, Coastal Band in Corpus Christi, Texas. And you're listening to the Alien Strand Podcast with Donald Ledesma. Buying or selling, visit me at kellygreenrealtor.com 
or visit me on my Facebook page, Kelly Green Realtor. See you there.